Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and I have a great episode for you today. A bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. Really excited about that. You guys, I just recorded uh, like the intro to this episode, and I was about 15 minutes in, and then I said a word wrong, and I said, I don't like it. And could it have easily just been cut out? The answer is yes, but I couldn't keep going knowing that that just happened. I said a word wrong. It wasn't like a word that I pronounced wrong because I know that happens probably every single episode. It was more so the, the it was the energy that I put into it. It wasn't it wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe. Anyway, I hope everyone's well. I swear to God, we are like the new coronavirus girls because every single time I we're spreading like wildfire. Every single time I leave my house, I bump into one of the girlies. And even last night, I didn't even leave my house. I was in in I was in the lobby of my building grabbing a package and one of the girlies was down there. And I she was walking into the building and she had this like uh, she looked like a Gestern Eskimo. She had like a big jacket on scarf. You know, it's freezing here. So she's like, Carly, I'm like, hey. Couldn't see her. And she said, I'm one of the girlies. I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm like, do you live in this building? And she said, well, it's, you know, my uh, I don't. But my uh, my and I went, say less. Say less, girl. (laughs) Because if you didn't straight up say my friend, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my mom, my sister, I know what the situation is. You don't have to try and describe it to me. The, The pause said everything. Um, but she was so cute and she's also from Long Island. So shout out to her. I'm dying to know who she's dating though, or seeing because I don't really know that many people that live here, but a couple of them I see from time to time. Um, anyway, so that's that also really quick before I even get into anything else, I just wanted to tell you that the astrologer that I had recommended last week, I actually had to pull her info from the episode. She emailed me. I had asked her beforehand uh, before I mentioned her and gave her info out, but she's one person, you know, she does everything on her own. So I think she didn't realize the reach that we have here. And she was like, I'm really overwhelmed. And um, I appreciate it so much. But like, she wanted me to tell you guys, if you reach out to her, she's going to get back to you. Um, in due time, for sure. She's going to do every single reading, but she was like, they keep coming in and I can't keep track. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pull it. And she was like, I think that's a good idea. So shout out to the girlies. I hope that you all have your readings and that they're really great. I know they will be because she's amazing, but I did have to, I just pulled her info from the episode. Um, just, you know, to make her life a little bit easier, but anyway, I, I wanted to also shout out to the girls who coined a a new term. We're having a Carly day. Now, what is a Carly day? You girls already know where you're going on a Carly day. You're going to you're going to the Cheesecake Factory. And and in in my humble opinion, you you might be going to TJ Maxx, too. But they took a picture of every single thing that they ordered. They pointed they took a picture of the menu with them pointing to what they were getting. And they sent me all these pictures. And when I tell you that the girls were ordering what I would have ordered. Both of them ordered what I would have ordered. Okay. Number one, soup and salad. Soup and salad. Soup and salad and, and a little half a sandwich. What? Talk about the perfect meal. It's it's amazing. It's perfect. You can't top that. 
And then the other one, just as equivalent of amazing, was pizza and salad. Listen, when I go out with my friend and we go and get pizza, we also get we put salad on the pizza and you smush it and you eat it. It's so freaking good. I don't think there's anything better than that. So I love the girlies. I said, are we drinking Diet Cokes? Like, I'm really happy about what I'm seeing here. I feel I feel that we're all aligned. We're all just on the same level energetically because that's what I would have ordered. I was really, really proud of my girls. So shout out to them. Um, Because, you know, I love a little treat. Speaking of little treats, you guys, I one thing about me when I have a few drinks, <laughs> I'm treating myself. I'm treating myself. I don't know what it is that I'm going to do ever. I never know. But if I have a few beers, I'm going home and I'm doing something different. I the the last couple trips I booked non-refundable, by the way. The last two like trips, vacations I went on, I booked them when I was got, got home from the bar and I said, <laughs> I deserve this. And then I booked the trips. And never regret that, by the way. And it's almost like I need that type of energy in order to even book anything because I'm always like, oh, I feel guilty. Like sometimes I feel guilty, like spending money or booking something or going away or like I think it also stresses me out thinking of the logistics of everything like, okay, who's going to come and watch the cats? Who's going to, you know, whatever. So I do that when I drink apparently. And then I also, you know, my drum lessons. Okay. I came home one night. I had a few beers. I said, I want to rock baby. (laughs) One thing about me, I got to rock. Another thing to be fair, I don't regret it. But last night I did probably the worst and most dangerous thing. I ordered a a skateboard. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. And I don't know if you guys know this because I didn't know the, you know, you can't just buy a skateboard that has wheels on it. You have to buy all the stuff. You have to buy the deck. You have to buy the wheels. You have to buy the screws. You have to buy the tools and um, the, you know, thing that goes on top of it, you know, the, and I had told my friends this morning, I said, Hey guys, by the way, like, just so you know, like I, I did go ahead and I, I went ahead and I ordered a skateboard last night and they said, and God bless my bestie. She's always going to keep me down here on planet earth. She is very supportive of me with things that I want to do, but she also needs to, she's going to humble me. She said, girl, you're going to eat shit. You're going to break your wrist. You're going to break. You need knee pads. You need all this stuff. I hope you got a helmet. Okay. And shout out to my biggest hater. Shout out to my biggest hater. Cause next thing she knows, I'm going to be doing ollies down the, down the gush darn street (laughs) blowing right past her. Okay. And to be fair, she's right. She said, do you have, did you get knee pads when you were buying all the equipment? I said, no, but I should, I should. Um, so that's what I've been doing. You know, I don't want to do tricks or anything. I just want to cruise, man. (laughs) I just got to cruise, baby. Me skateboarding to drum lessons, just being a completely different person, 100% different than I was last year. (laughs) Cool. Uh, also I'm 33, so I don't know why I'm not focusing on, you know, other stuff. It's giving Bart Simpson to be fair, but yeah, got to have hobbies, I guess. (laughs) I would love to have a psychological evaluation because where's all this coming from? Anyway, um, I think that was, I think that was all I wanted to tell you. I can't just be normal and order a couple things off Amazon, you know? I'm like, I'm going to start a whole new journey, <laughs> you know? I kind of love it, though. I, I really love it. I don't care. Anyway, 
Okay, you guys, this week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Remembering that you are a badass person can be really hard sometimes. We all get into a funk and forget what our strengths are and what we bring to the table. Talk therapy with BetterHelp is an amazing way to build up your self-confidence, celebrate your strengths, work through your weaknesses, learn to set boundaries, and take action in your life. I think, you guys, tis the season. New year, new girlies. We're working on ourselves. We're bettering ourselves. And I think online therapy is the easiest, most convenient way. I absolutely love it. And I think BetterHelp is just honestly amazing. If you're thinking of trying therapy, give BetterHelp a shot. It is completely online, so you can talk to a therapist through video call, phone, by message, or whatever is best for you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. You've done some incredible stuff already, so let therapy help you celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers. You guys, let's get to uh, these emails. You guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that, you know, I love to hear from you. Let's see where a lot of you. Okay. I just want to say there are a lot of emails that are this, uh, I guess he's a garbage man singing this, this TikTok that went viral. I saw it. I loved it. Okay. I saved it. Thank you for thinking of me. Honestly, when you see, when you see people in sanitation, you know, that, that those are my baby boys. And also a lot of show recommendations. I want to recommend a show called American Nightmare. I just watched it. It's a three. I watched it this week. It's a three uh, episode series, mini series on Netflix. Really, really great. Lots of twists and turns. And you know my theory. If a documentary opens with a 911 call, I'm in. Takes me five seconds. I go, <laughs> I like what I'm hearing. 911, what's your emergency? I like what I'm hearing. That's all I need to hear. I know it's going to be good. I, I just know it. Um, so I highly recommend that. And you want to know what I love about it? It's a quick watch. I've been like trying to, I'm like, oh, I got to get into another show. And I'm just like, I'm not really in the fucking mood right now. But maybe I'll watch, uh, maybe I'll start something when I'm going to LA tomorrow, just for a few days for work. And then I'm going to come home. I am going to the Cheesecake Factory though, tomorrow night. So <laughs> you could catch me at Cheesecake. Okay. Maybe that's another reason why I love Drake. Because, you know, he loves the Cheesecake Factory. Maybe I'll see him there. Imagine. <gasps> Stop. I'm crying. I would just start giggling. I love that guy. All right. This one says, SOS, I need the ick. All right. Hi, Carly and the two princes. Love you and the potty. It keeps me going through the throes of online dating. Please help me get the ick back for this guy who I didn't like at first, but he relentlessly, mm -hmm, he relentlessly pursued me until I started to like him. Yep. And then, and then let's guess what happened, girls. And then he immediately pulled the plug. Yep. And started being a dick to me. Hey, Help a girl out and shake me back into reality. The first pick is of him when he got a haircut and it's just a bit too short and it's very ill. Haha. <laughs> Second one is from his IG that when I first saw it, it made me almost die just thinking about how I once allowed this man into my person. Also, he does have tiny hands. Look at how small they are. I can't. Somehow I fell for him. <laughs> I got to take a sip of water. And now he's not only pulling his energy, but he's straight up being a dick to me. Last picture. What is he doing to you? 
Last picture is of me for context. I know I'm not the most beautiful, but I'm pretty cute and I try to be nice and kind to everybody and definitely don't deserve to be mistreated by some troll who escaped his bridge. Love you so much. Kiss right on the lips. Now, okay, I'm not even, I haven't even seen these pictures yet, but I just want to say we're not, I'm not allowing you guys to view yourself in this way where you're like, I'm all right. I'm nice. No, 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 no. You have to view yourself the way that you want your person to look at you. Look at yourself in that way. That is the number one thing. It's so important because when we view ourselves as like less than or like less than what we actually are or less than whoever we're trying to date, whatever type of person we're trying to date, you're going to end up with someone that is matching that energy because they view you in the way that you view yourself. So if you don't view yourself as like, I'm the shit. And, and I, I would almost bet my life right now that the picture of her is going to be stunning because I know I've been doing this a long time, sisters. It's all the way you view yourself. Do you notice like, girl, I'm not even kidding. Every time I've dated a guy that all my friends are like, what are you thinking? I'm, it's not that I don't look great. It's not that I don't, it's that I don't feel good. It's that I am like, this is what I deserve. That's what we accept. Just an FYI. And it takes you a long time to realize that. And, and if I ever am in a place where I find myself gravitating towards somebody that's not giving me what I need or treating me the way I, I like not treating me the way I deserve to be treated, I know that I'm not in a good space. And I know that I shouldn't even be fucking dating. I got to focus on me and I got to get myself, I got to get my energy back up. That's it. Because you have to be operating at a high level and that's what you're going to attract because it's magnetic. Am I fucking, who's that guy that's like a, that like freak that, that people go see his seminars. Sometimes when I talk, I feel like that, but I, I promise I'm just being honest with you. And this is what I say to my friends. Like if one of my friends is like, oh, this guy is not treating me well and blah, 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 blah. I said, girl, you think that you don't deserve better than that? Surely we could do better than that. And, and girl, have you ever dated a guy? He breaks your heart in some way, right? Like he doesn't treat you the way you want to be treated. He doesn't want to be with you. He's noncommittal. He's this, he's that. And you back up and you go, I'm going to focus on me. And then that fucking guy, because they always do, comes back. And you go, oh my God, it's so funny. No, it's so funny because I actually love myself now and I am not even a little bit remotely interested in you because you're the worst. You're the worst. I was in a bad spot. We're not talking about her right now. There's a new me going around, okay? It really, it's like, oh no, I, I feel good now. I, I'm actually all set. I'm not even remotely into you anymore. So let's see these pictures. Okay. First of all, God, girl. Okay. He's wearing a fedora. I I mean, I don't know what, what more I can do to give you the ick. The man is wearing a fedora. He's wearing a fedora. Okay. He's also wearing a, by the way, fur coat and a scarf and very suspicious sunglasses. Okay. And she, okay, cool. No, no, no. I was right. (laughs) I'm glad I bet my life on this because look at me still living because the way that she's so fucking pretty. Stop. 
She dresses cute. Oh, she's beautiful. Okay, cool. No, 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 no. For sure. For sure. For sure. This is so, oh my God, the, the last picture of him scared me. Those eyes, crazy. Uh, I don't trust him. I'm just looking at his eyes in this picture. No, no, no. I don't like it. Bad vibes, bad vibes. I had to get him off my screen. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on, you're going to focus on you. And these things, you know, we always think we're not going to get over something or whatever. And just like the days go by and you're fine. The days go by and you'll be fine. Right. Time will fix it right now. Personally, for me, like I always ask myself this question, did I really like this person? Because there's a lot of times where I get hung up, right? I've gotten hung up on people where I'm like, oh, I thought like we would be great together or he said X, Y, and Z and he did all of these romantic things for me and he did this, this, and this. And you get hung up on someone when they when they go cold and disappear. It's their breadcrumb you. And it's a manipulation tactic. It's so fucking predictable and obvious. And honestly, like I've changed my perspective on people. Number one, if you're doing shit like this, I'm so fucking bored. I'm so bored. Do something different. Everybody does this. You didn't, you're not, I, you're treating this. Like I haven't experienced this 5 million times already. Oh, someone pursuing you. And then when you like them backing away, cool. Profound. You're the first, come on. So it's like, I'm bored. And I also view this type of behavior as unattractive. This is not attractive to me. I don't like, that's how I like separate myself. And I go, I'm not even fucking, I don't even like this person. This is so uh, like, ick, this is so gross. Cause one thing you, please girl, I'm not reaching out. I'm not, Oh, what, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you, I don't care. I don't care. It especially is annoying, though, when you weren't interested in him in the first place. That's what really gets me. No, because that's what really gets me, because um, I had a similar situation where this guy was like he pulled out all the stops. He pulled out all the stops. And I was never like he like wanted to be with me. I'm like, oh, we'll see. We'll see. Let's take it slow, because anytime we're jumping into a fucking relationship, it doesn't work out. Right. So I think we need to pace ourselves. And it was love bombing. And he, I mean, he went as far <laughs> now, now here's the kicker. <laughs> here's the kicker. Um, he went as far to say, I knew you in another life <laughs> after he went, like he said that. And then he went completely cold and I'm like, Hey buddy, I know you in this life and I'm all set. You know, you didn't have to do all that. That's what bothers me is they do all of this shit. We react because we are sometimes silly and we think they're being genuine and we want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, why would he lie? Why would he say this if he didn't mean it? Bah, 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 bah. And then we like them. And then they're like, you are crazy. <laughs> they go like this. They go, why would you think that I wanted to? <laughs> why would you think that I wanted to be like, I don't understand why would why would this crazy woman, this hysterical woman think this. And it's like, oh no, because you said you wanted to marry me and that, oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought that I, here's the thing. I thought that you liked me because you said you wanted to marry me and and you wanted me to have your, your babies. Uh, so I don't know why I thought that, but, uh, yeah, no. Cause you were talking about us having a future together and and living together and no, 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 no. You're so right. I'm the fucking crazy one, please girl. It's the same old shit and I'm bored. That's how you have to view it. Cool. 
You're just like everybody else. Turns out you're not special. That's all you have to view him as. Also, I do feel sometimes I was talking actually about this uh, with my friend last night. It's like, is this person special or are they special because you put so much into them because you put all your feelings into them? You were daydreaming about them. You put this energy and this effort in. Is that what gives that? And, and it's almost like you feel like a fucking asshole. Because you're like, oh, cool. I wasted all my time and energy on this person. And, and he's just like everyone else. No, I like he must have been special if I did all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, take him off the pedestal. Put yourself up there. Because he should be so fucking lucky. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. All right. View it. View this type of behavior as unattractive. I'm not attracted to this. I'm sorry. Ew, ew, ew. Gotta hit my vape after that one. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. No, I'm still, I'm cracking up about the guy who said, I knew you in another life. <laughs> cool. Now, what now you can go ahead and do me a favor. Don't find me in the next one. You know, I think I'm all set. I've seen enough, babe. What did you do in the last life that that made you find me again? Yeah, I'd love to know. Anyway, they're all so full of shit. Not all of them. Some of them are good. Some of them are good. I, I, I'm not like, you know, you know, I love them. I can't hate it, but God damn. We also have, you guys already know I love Nutrafol. One thing about me, I can't stop talking about Nutrafol. You give me one extra second and I'm going to talk about Nutrafol. So here we go. Nobody talks about it, but thinning hair is totally normal. In fact, it happens to approximately 50% of women. Do something about it with Nutrafol. They are the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. There are lots of reasons why your hair could be thinning and Nutrafol targets the biggest offenders. They have multiple formulas to tackle the root causes of shedding like menopause, stress, hormones, life style so you can take a personalized approach to your health. I have been taking Nutrafol for years. I love it. My hair is so long. I get so many compliments on my hair and I I don't think my hair has ever been so long in my life, honestly, and so healthy. So I'm totally... 100% lifelong customer of Nutrafol. You'll see results within three to six months. Free shipping and automated deliveries make sure that you will never miss a day. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the girlies $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SECRET. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code SECRET. That's Nutrafol.com promo code SECRET. Uh, okay. This one says my dirty little secret. Hi, Carly and the Kitty Boys. I wanted to start out by saying thank you for making me look forward to Monday morning trips to work with your podcast. Oh, thanks so much. You make me fucking belly laugh in my car by myself every time I listen. I started listening to you about a year ago and haven't missed a potty since. Oh, thank you. My roommates have written into you about me and my shitty taste in men before. Now, isn't this a theme? 
And this is my first time writing in. I'm here to share some exciting news and some juicy stories. After multiple abusive boyfriends and two years of failed talking stages since my last breakup, I finally have found the man of my dreams. To give a little bit of a backstory, I graduated with my bachelor's degree last spring and started an internship this fall working with a professional baseball player. You know, I love those butts. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Baseball players. uh, And by the way, no big deal. Uh, during their off season, my bosses made it crystal clear on day one that no sexual relationships with the clients was allowed. So naturally I found a nice, handsome, tall, six foot three, God damn, an athletic professional baseball player to have sexual relationship with naturally. I grew up in the same hometown as this guy. And we used to flirt and chit chat over text and snap for years. Um, back when I was in high school, things dwindled down when I got to college and I didn't talk to him for years until he hopped into my DMs last December. Girl, send me a picture of him. October rolls around and he walks into the place that I was interning at. We both had no idea we were going to run into each other. See, I feel this is destiny. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. It's the invisible string. My silly little hopeless romantic Pisces self couldn't help but think it was fate. Girl, I a thousand percent agree with you. See, if you're Delulu, I am too. We're delusional together that our paths crossed again. Within a week of him being there, he already asked me on multiple dates. And I finally said yes. After playing hard to get for like three days, we immediately started falling for each other at, and as of December, he's officially my boyfriend. He treats me like a fucking queen and he only has eyes for me. He gets along with my family and he wows me every day with his thoughtfulness and selflessness. I feel like I'm dreaming. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Only catch is that we had to keep it on the hush hush until my internship was over. And boy, keeping him a secret was more fun than I thought. Oh, I'm sure. Talk about a hottie. That's a hot situation. I would talk about my man to the coworkers and ask other baseball playing clients for ideas on what to get him for Christmas. And no one ever picked up on the fact that the man I was talking about was someone who they see every day. I would sneak text to him in the break room ooh, and make sure my phone was face down on the table. So none of my coworkers would see his name on my phone. Fast forward to now, I completed my internship and no longer work there while he's still training there. The first day back, Uh, after the new year, one of my coworkers came up to him and told him he's known his dirty little secret for about a month. Now he seems happy for us and salute him for not telling the others and getting me in trouble, but weird. He never confronted me about it. Also curious to know how he found out. It's so obvious. It's so obvious when people are hooking up at work. It's so fucking obvious. Just the way you look at each other. It's like, okay, And it's also you're trying too hard to not be obvious. So it just becomes it's like, you know, when you're drunk and you're like, I could walk in a straight line and you just look like a dum dum. We haven't hard launched our relationship yet on social media, partly because I want to respect him and he still trains there until the end of February. And I know people will give him some shit for it. Maybe a good old hard launch will be coming up soon for Valentine's Day and everyone will find out the big secret that we've been hiding for months. I'm scared of the backlash and judgments from clients and coworkers, but honestly, I'm on a high right now. You can't bring me down. And the D is fire. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And we do love that quote from our girl. Um, anywho, thanks for listening and reading this on the potty. I attached some photos of me and my boyfriend. Woohoo! He and and some roommates of and some pics of me and my roommates who also listen to your potty. Jesus Christ, my computer just completely shut down and now I'm back and I'm so glad that the 
original recording was saved. Jesus, I just had a panic attack. Um, okay, looking, I'm going right back to where I was. Okay, you guys are so cute together. It's giving soulmate. And the fact that your photo crashed my computer and broke it. First of all, I will be sending you an invoice. And second of all, I feel like it's meant to be. I feel like it's meant to be. That's how powerful your love is. And we love to see it. I also think, I don't think it'll, he'll get a lot of shit for it, especially because you guys knew each other. You grew up in the same town. You've chit-chatted before. Like, this was already a thing. Okay, it's just destiny that brought you two back to each other. So it's like, no, I already knew him prior to me getting this internship. And also, please, one thing about that, if you're working an internship, you're not getting paid enough to not find your man there. Sorry. Uh, let's see. This one says friendship advice. Hey, Carly and the two most handsome boys in the whole wide world. I'll try not to make this too long, but I need to give you some background info. My best friend and I have been best friends since we were 11 years old. We're both now 28. My best friend, let's call her Hope, never had a boyfriend the whole time we were growing up. She never had a first kiss. We have had countless conversations over the past 17 years about what's wrong with her. Why can't she find anybody? When will it be her turn, etc.? I never knew the answer because she's beautiful, smart, funny, caring, and compassionate, basically all of the good things. In 2022, she moved in with her sisters to a different state. And eventually there was a guy at work that she was interested in and was asking advice about. They went on dates and they made it official in April of 2023. When I saw her in the summer of 2023, she made a comment that she would be surprised if she wouldn't be surprised if he proposed at the end of that year. I was a little taken back because they had been dating for a couple months. This was her first boyfriend, first everything. A little backstory on me. My boyfriend and I have been together for eight years. Our relationship is the best it's ever been. We thought we'd get engaged in 2023, but due to some terrible things that happened to us this year, it didn't happen. So obviously I have some feelings about her getting engaged before me, but her life doesn't affect mine and I've made my peace with it. December of 2023 comes around and wouldn't you know it, I get a text that she got engaged. Her and I have never been much of phone talkers, mostly texts. I only have one friend that I really talk to on the phone, so it's not a big deal. But after so many years of friendship, I thought I would at least get a phone call. So that was a little hurtful. My biggest problem and what I'm hoping to get some advice about is how to express to her that I'm feeling sad and maybe a little forgotten about and left out just in general about her relationship. Um, have also felt like I've gone through this journey with her of trying to figure out, trying to be with somebody and what's wrong and waiting for her turn. And I thought that she would, when she finally did uh, find someone that I would get to hear about it. I don't really know much about him besides some small stuff that she's told me. Am I expecting too much out of this friendship? Is this normal part of adult friendships? I'm not trying to make this too long, but any advice on if I should say something to her or if I do what to say? Um, okay. This is an interesting situation. It's not like you're mad that she's, you know, that her relationship is moving in this way and yours, you know, you feel like, oh, it kind of, it, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's like that you're jealous or anything, but I think it's like, wait, girl, we've been best friends for 17 years and you didn't hit me up. Like you didn't call me when you got engaged. This is a major life moment. So I would definitely feel some type of way about it. And I don't think you're crazy for that. I think I would, I would approach it in a very friendly way. Um, the difference, the the weird thing to me is the difference in communication because she 
would always talk to you about being single and trying to find somebody and wanting somebody in her life. So for that to just completely fall off, it's obvious you guys had a close relationship before. Um, so that kind of is like a little bit of a red flag to me. I don't know why. I don't know what could cause that. Maybe she's just so in it and so preoccupied that she's not thinking about anything else right now. Um, but that doesn't make it okay. Uh, maybe also there could be a couple red flags with him. I don't know. But if I were you, I would, I would just call her on the phone and be like, tell me about him. I feel like I don't know much about him. And, and I, you know, I would love to know more. I, I would love to know more if you, you know, if you ever need anything, like just, I think make it an open and inviting conversation and an exciting conversation for her to have. Cause I don't know why, but I'm getting a weird feeling of why wouldn't you tell your best friend? Why wouldn't you be spilling all the tea to your best friend? I mean, that's like what friends are for. So that's a little interesting to me. Um, but yeah, I don't think she's necessarily done anything wrong. It's just like not, it feels off. Um, and of course you want to be involved. She's your bestie. I would give her a call, FaceTime her or something. Hey, can we FaceTime on Friday or whatever? I want to talk to you. And then talk to her about like wedding plans. Talk to her about what are you thinking for your dress? Would, you know, like ask her those types of questions and then be like, girl, I feel like embarrassed to say this, but I feel like I don't know much about him. Like, can you tell me your favorite things about him? Your things that you're, you know, some memories that you guys have together and stuff like that. Like, I want to, you know, I want to be involved, you know, in your life in this way. I don't think that uh, there's anything wrong with that. I think that you could definitely go ahead and say that to her. Okay. So let's see. This next one says, star this email, <laughs> read on the next pod. And, and that is a threat. Carly and the Handsome Prince Kitty Cat Boys, first time writer, forever listener. I'm writing to you today to inform you of a bad date experience. First, I can say that I freaking love you and your sense of humor is Lee. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, backstory time. A few years ago, I was single bar hopping, causing chaos with my bestie when one night we were pre-gaming at a friend's house. This friend, let's call him Mark, had been asking me out trying to get to know me, but I was in my hoe era. So I, of course, am flirty and probably would have given him a chance as I'm literally sitting on his lap on his couch, listening to music, hanging out with his friends, drinking my little drink, arm around him, having a good old time when I look down and he is swiping on Tinder. Not when you're sitting on his lap. I immediately called him out and we all laughed. Uh, but moral of the story is that he still tried to hang out that night. Of course, these men are really some silly gooses. Funny enough, I met my husband that same night. My lawyer, cutie, handsome ex-construction worker husband. Oh my God. With that being said, he has a brother. We could be sister-in-laws. Girl, if you don't send me a picture of this man, <gasps> pictures attached. Oh my God. First of all, this is all pictures of cats. Is this a joke that you're playing on me? Is this a joke that you're playing on me? Hold on. I got to see who's who. I'm on the left with my husband and he is the man in between my other sister-in-laws. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me see. They're brothers. Hold on. Where do, where do you live? Okay. He's very cute. He's very cute. What's his deal now? And the cats are cute too, to be fair. But I got a little distracted. The cats are cute. This one's in a, in a box of noodles. First of all, so cute. And this one is a black cat. You guys know how I feel about black cats. I want one so bad. Because it's like, when, when the lights turn off, you disappear. 
Where do you go? Cuties. We love to see it. All right, girl, tell me where you're from. You got to give me the whole um, thing. And I would love to be your sister-in-law. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, let's see. This one says, hold on. There was one that I just freaking had before my computer crashed. I'll keep you my dirty little secret. The, I keep seeing this email that, that was labeled my dirty little secret. Uh, by the way, great song. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This one says, am I needy? Bump and update. Hi, gorgeous and stunning Curly. Hi, handsome boys, Robert and Stanley. Stanley needs to behave. Yes, very true. I sent an email last week, but things have changed already. So I will quickly recap and update here. Basically last summer, I matched with a guy I ended up seriously liking. Um, he's 28. I'm 30. He lives over four hours away, literally cars, trains, boats, and buses required to get there. But there have, but it's been five months and we still haven't met in person. We want to, but it's difficult to make it happen. When we first start talking, he told me he's been on antidepressants for a year and that was the best he's ever felt. He was energetic, funny, engaging, and super interested in me. Unfortunately, his medication suddenly stopped working for him and he got really bad, even taking time off work to recover. I tried to be supportive, but eventually he stopped wanting to talk with me. He started getting anxious, even FaceTiming, so we mostly talked on the phone. I've not met anybody like him. We share a lot of the same interests and can talk all day without even noticing. We've literally logged 200 plus hours in phone calls. Jesus Christ. We watch all six seasons of Lost over the phone, often falling asleep late into the night. And I've told him things that I've never told anyone. A few weeks ago, I noticed that if I didn't text first, he's fine to go three or four days without speaking to me. When I said I wanted him to text me more, he shut down and said that I was being annoying. Okay. I already have my answer. Being annoying and needy. I was shocked, angry, and annoyed. He'd never acted this way before. Things can be conveyed wrong via text. So I told him to call me if he wanted to sort this out, but he didn't call me for an entire week. It was torture. I've, I've been doing really well in life lately, but this was making me feel like shit because of him. Uh, it felt so stupid to quote unquote break up with ever, without ever meeting in real life, but I felt in my gut that I had to do it. He's not in a good headspace. And I thought, we'd be better after we stopped acting like this, acting like we were together when we weren't. Um, he agreed with everything I said and apologized for doing this. It really broke my heart. I've been so sad and can't get him out of my head. I'm now wondering if I made the right choice. I'm more miserable than I was before. Was it unkind of me to cut him off when he's clearly not well, even if he was just pushing me away? We never actually talked about what happened. I just ended it. Should we cool it down and just be friends for a while? How can I reach back out to him? Girl, you're not reaching back out to him. How can I reach back out to him without looking like a fool? I want to be taken seriously. And I feel like going back on my decision soon would make me look weak. What do I do? Thank you so much for everything that you do. You podcast princess advice, angel, um, diet Coke diva kissed right on the lips, kissed you right on the lips. I feel weird sending a picture of him. <laughs> okay. Fair. Oh, you have a golden retriever. Cutie. Um, okay, girl, you're not reaching back out to him. You're not reaching about back out to him. Do you want to know what? This is a classic situation where he's showing you what you mean to him. I know that. And we're putting aside that he has um, 
that he's struggling right now because you've tried to be there for him while he's struggling and he's pushed you away time and time again. And at some point you have to go, you know what, what about me? And what about my feelings that have never been considered this entire time? And you're like, you're, you're not doing anything wrong by walking away in that, in that case, I know it's like, Oh, he's not well and blah, blah, blah. And it seems to me like he needs to work on himself and he doesn't have what you need. He, he can't give you what you need. And sometimes things are just that simple. It doesn't matter how much we like someone. It doesn't matter how connected we are and how close we are and how much we talked and all of that stuff. If they're not going to meet us, then we need to walk away. Right. And that's the best thing you could ever do. So you're going to work on you. You're going to start dating again when you feel ready to, to do that. You don't have to, um, you know, jump right into it if you're not ready. But I do think a distraction is helpful sometimes. Um, and that's what you're going to focus on. You're not focusing on him anymore. You've wasted a lot of time. If I remember correctly, 200 hours on the phone with somebody that isn't giving you the time of day. And I'm sorry, I feel like I'm being really harsh, but it's just that you clearly deserve so much better and you need more. And he's not giving you that for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. Um, and I immediately if I express myself to somebody and they say that I'm being annoying or I'm being needy when I'm asking them, you know, especially if I'm asking them for the bare minimum, but if I'm asking them for anything and I'm saying, Hey, this is, you're hurting me. And this is what hurt me and why, um, to open up to somebody and just be completely shut down and gaslit. I just absolutely won't do it. So I think that's like the highlight of this email is you expressed how you felt. He said, it ain't happening. And you, you're going to do what you're going to do. Um, yeah. Also, I think something to really be said when it comes to dating is you can tell everything about someone, about the way that they feel about you. If they have a sense of urgency, if, if you say, Hey, I think we need to talk this out. They're going to call you right away. They're not going to make you wait a week. They're not going to torture you. Like you, you just know you know if someone takes you serious. And quite frankly, if you express something to someone, they're going to go, okay, and then they'll fix it and they'll change it. So he's not your person and that's okay. Um, I would just be completely done. And when he does reach out to you, which of course he's gonna, because that's what they do. They, they have the same, they read the same fucking book, whatever the book is, they're reading it. Um, but when he does reach out, I would just continue to not address, uh, not address him. That's it. He doesn't deserve to be, to have access to you and to be in your orbit. You got to just say, listen, I learned a lesson here, a lot of lessons, and I'm not, I'm not going back. You were in my life for a lesson. Um, and if you don't learn from that, then, then we're the clown, you know, if you don't learn a lesson from somebody that was given to you for that reason, then, then we're the clowns here. Then I need a big red nose and, and a rainbow wig. And, and, you know, I need my nose to squeak when you squeeze it because it's giving clown. It's giving, I have big, uh, it's giving, it's giving my shoes are a size 42. You know, they're very, very big red clown shoes. We also have our babies. We also have our babies over at Factor. You don't want to spend your whole day figuring out what to eat, going to the grocery store, waiting in those long lines, cooking and doing dishes. 
and doing dishes, not dinchins, because what is that? Let Factor help you. They're ready to eat meal delivery, sends chef prepared, dietitian approved meals straight to your door. All you have to do is heat them up in the microwave or a skillet for two minutes and you've got yourself an awesome meal. You guys, when they say, I just got to say, when they say chef prepared meals, they're not kidding because this is like, you would get food like this at a restaurant. I was blown away the first time I had Factor. I love, I lo- I've loved every single Factor meal I've gotten and I'm not even, I think I've tried like all the different varieties. You guys, I love the stuff. It, they, uh, they have vegan, vegetarian, keto, calorie smart, and protein plus meal options. No matter what your goals are, Factor can help you get there. Head to factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. That's secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secretkeepers50 to get 50% off. Anywho. This one says we hung out four times and he broke up with me two times. Oh, nice. See, God, can somebody just, the next time somebody says, hey, why are you single? You're such a great girl. Send them to this podcast. Send them a link. Send them a link. Here we go. Carly, I love you and the boys and our girls. I finally got hit. I finally got hit bad enough by a situation ship to write in. I met a man on field. I don't know what that is. Uh, We'll call him Jay. Every man I've ever dated whose name starts with Jay has devastated me, by the way. We went on our first date and it was super fun. And I went home with him and got the best dicking of my life. Okay. I was flabbergasted. We went and saw Saltburn later um, in that week, but didn't do anything besides the movie because he's a long distance runner and he had ran 20 miles. Ugh, no thanks. uh, Right before we saw it. So he was tie tie, but still really fun. We were texting every now and then and he and had plans for the following week to hang out on Thursday. On Wednesday, we solidified the plan and it was that I was going to cook and he's going to come over and we were going to hook up per a few hours later. He texts me, hey, I'm sorry to do this. I had a combo with this girl that I'm seeing and we're going to start seeing each other more exclusively. So I'm not going to hang out tomorrow. I've been cowpoked. Sad face emoji. Literally nothing to do with you. And sorry that this is so last minute. Also, thanks for offering to make me dinner tomorrow. If you see this, if I see you around, I'll say, hey, or hit you up in the future if things die with her. Okay. I was crying all weekend because this made me feel so retroactively sad about everything in my life. I went through five breakups in 2023, ranging from ending a year and a half long relationship to just little hangout buddies and felt like my heart hurt too much. That week was also the first anniversary of my dad's death. Oh, I'm so sorry, girl. And I was trying to reconcile things with my best friend. So it was all around a really shitty week. And then the cherry on top was being rejected by this really hot man. I also was surprised that he was less than a week away from being exclusive with somebody when he still went out with me, especially since his profile said open to any non-exclusive dynamics. And he referred to himself as cowpoked. What is cowpoked? Is this a sexual thing? I'm guessing that means something like he was cuffed. And my friends and I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> and and that and it was and it said something on Urban Dictionary that I don't think my girl was expecting. But I don't think that I don't think here's the thing. I don't know that anyone knows the definitions of this word. Alas, a few days of my crying and loneliness go by, and I get a text from him that weekend saying, 
he sending me a song from one of my favorite bands that we had talked about. I was super surprised and I felt like it was really weird. I was like, I assumed we wouldn't text anymore. And he said, well, that's really thoughtful of you. We could still text though. Of course you can. Cause he's going to waste all the fucking time he can when he has access to you. Of course you could still text him and not, and not expect a commitment and not expect to hear from him every single day. Cause he told you he's with someone else. You know, sometimes I miss smoking cigarettes. I have a pack in my freezer that I got when I was in Italy. I'm going to have to whip those babies out in a minute. Uh, Okay. So she says, he said that I'd like to still be your friend. And my vagine was like, okay, say less hot stuff. We go and follow each other on Instagram that night. Then the next day in hot yoga, I'm crying LMFAO. Thank God everyone was sweaty in there. I resolved that I need to tell him no more texting because it's hurting me and making me anxious. I did exactly that. And I was really proud of myself and felt so much better. He also responded to it really well. So the next day I get a text from him saying, sorry to give you whiplash here, but in short, I had an appointment with my therapist. This is already too fucking much. And I wasn't making the right to decision. And, and this is him going, I go to therapy. No, I'm good. I go to therapy. This is what he's doing. I hate when men use going to therapy as a manipulation tactic. It's like, no, do the fucking work, dude. You going isn't doing shit. You're being a piece of shit. Sorry, can you guys tell that, I, that I'm on one right now? I, I had a couple too many Nespresso's. So I wasn't making the right decision, committing to being exclusive with the other girl I was seeing. So we're not anymore. I know you said you don't. First of all, his therapist didn't say anything like that to him. His therapist said, break up with your girlfriend, please. So I would really love to see you if you want. I was leaving town for the holidays and my heart soared. And obviously I met up with him and obviously we had even better sex and I was smitten all over again. And he told me he just got divorced three months ago. Okay. So I was like, okay, seems recent, LOL, but let's just make out. Okay. Uh, We texted very regularly while I was gone, which was for two and a half weeks on New Year's. I'm still out of town at this point. I could feel the classic energy shift. And meanwhile, this man had fully shared his location with me indefinitely, which is so insane. Uh, So I could see where he was. And he was at this one apartment complex that wasn't his. I was fully acting insane. And I take responsibility for that for a few nights in a row, lining up perfectly with the times that he would stop texting me. And the thing is, is that women are so smart. My friends were like, you don't know that's another girl's apartment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. See, I a thousand percent like, girl, you just know in your gut, trust your gut, trust your gut. Him and I weren't exclusive, obviously, but it was still bothering me to feel that shift. I got back into town on Saturday night and we had plans for the following Monday. I'm cooking and we're banging. And we did just that. And it was great again. And he had tickets to see Natasha Leggero that week. So I'm thinking all is well. Well, catch me driving down around town the next morning, trying to find a lab to get my blood drawn. And I'm crying, crying, crying because I'm feeling anxious about him. Girl, this is so bad. And knowing that he's dating other people, I had separately been discussing in therapy whether I even like dating multiple people at once. It seems like it stresses me out, but it's also what I want every one of my relationships to become a long-term commitment. And I'm mulling over the fact that I don't want to be seeing someone who is dating so many other people. I thought about Valentine's Day coming up and I just have to punch. I just had a punch in the gut to think about he could choose any girl to spend the day with. 
well, Jesus saved me once again. And I received a text from him a few hours later saying, Hey, I'm really sorry to do this, but I don't feel like hanging out anymore. I've had a lot of fun being with you and I enjoy our connection and you're super cool. I just need to respect how I feel about this. Okay. A thousand compliments before ripping a bandaid off, but cool. I texted him back and said, okay, thanks for letting me know, which I was really proud of myself for as I now still have 40 bucks that he paid me for the Natasha Leggero show. So I should just take that as reparations. He never did any, he never did pay for anything for me, but one drink, Jesus. I hope you enjoyed this essay. Every interaction with this man swung me around to the highest and lowest points. I ultimately feel it's for the best, but I'm so annoyed that in order to find people I want to have sex with, I have to be dating people and I want to break from that, but I also want to be having sex. Okay. So have sex with someone that you don't have, you know, someone that's like your friend or something. I want to enter and date celibate, but not sexually celibate period. That's fine. I can feel myself preparing to redownload the apps, but I know it will just lead to more situations like this. I'm keeping my eyes peeled when I'm out about in the real world though. Thinking about my, thinking about asking my 40 year old guy friend to be my friends with benefits. That's what I think you should do. If you want to hook up, like hook up with somebody, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, this guy's fucking hot. This is your friend? Girl, please. This guy is a freaking cutie. Okay, girl, please. Girl, please. Can you please? Okay. And I'm sure he would be delighted to have this offering. Um. Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. I read it wrong. Okay. So the guy is hot. The guy is hot. Fucking fuck. Here's the thing. I would do this. I would completely not. He's going to hit you up like tomorrow. I'm going to say right now, he's going to hit you up right after you listen to this. I already know it. I'm, I just know it. It doesn't matter. He's not treating you well. And you need to just completely cut this off. You need to, if you want to have sex, have sex with, you know, somebody that you feel there's a mutual respect and understanding there. And if you're dating intentionally to like be in a relationship, which it seems like you are, like, I think that that's what your focus should be. It shouldn't be like, well, I want to have sex. So I'm going to like, I think it's like, you could be dating multiple people at once. And if you don't give them all access to you and your body and your emotions and all that stuff, like, I think that we've been conditioned, like just by society to be like, sex doesn't matter. Right. And part of me is like, yeah, there's totally, it's totally possible to have casual relationships with people, but it needs to be that you're both on the same wavelength. Because if you do have remotely any feelings for somebody, it, it does, it does matter you're opening yourself up to somebody like they're having access to your energy, your spirit, like, please. And these guys, they're a succubus. And this guy is the total fucking, like, he's the epitome of a fuck boy. That's it. He's reeling you in. You're giving him like, I'm going to cook you dinner. We're going to hook up. Don't worry about it. I'll still text you. Blah, 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 blah. His life could not be any easier. Okay. And I know that sometimes we abandon things when people are hot. Okay. I know that we just completely just go total 180. But he saw that you said, listen, it's cool. I'm out. 
you're seeing someone else. I'm all good. And the next day he couldn't even wait like a week, please. Please girl, you got to call it. You got to love yourself more than that because you're letting like you're, you're crying every single day about this person. You deserve way more than that. And I'm not saying you don't love yourself. That's not like the right. It kind of reminds me of like Samantha's quote from sex and city. I love you, but I love me more. There you go. You got to love yourself more than, than you love this guy. All right. And again, I'm sorry, but nothing says, nothing says more than not saying anything. Put that on a fucking tote bag. Nothing says more than not saying a word. If he reaches out to you, don't even answer him. I know it's the hardest thing, but I promise you there's nothing that says more than that. And, and do not make yourself available to this schmuck. All right. Tony Hawk looking fucking guy. Anyway, girls, God, this was a, this was a session, wasn't it? I love you girls. I hope everybody has a great week, great weekend. And I will see you next week. Um, uh, you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll chat soon. Bye.